Okay, Mark. Yeah. Don't touch anything because it's real finicky. And I think you might have. Yeah. There's okay, Harold. This is the elder the H on here. Okay, great. So don't touch anything because this thing is real finicky. I think Mark, you might have been checking something with your phone and it did it just the whole recording just went south. <laughs> so I did another one. Can you hear me, Mark? I can hear you. Okay, good, good, good. Good, yes. good, good. Yes. Yeah, we got we got so it's been on for forty five seconds. So Harold, you did get the uh you did get the uh, agenda. I got it. I just had to pull up on another desktop. I was going to say, because you wrote it. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so we're going to have a discussion about glamouring. And we're going to just wait. People are just going to come in. So A couple people, their emails, their, their texts weren't working. So we do apologize for that. So there are three of us on the phone now, but there will be more of us. Um, as they start to land like airplanes <laughs> in the right elder hover. Yep. <laughs> um, and then we have uh, Sensei Mark on the phone as well. Hello. Hey. So Dr. Mildred is probably en route, and so she's brought down the uh, program and should be on here, but she's going to be talking about some things. Elder Haru is going to be talking about some things, and I'm going to be talking about the spiritual side of things. But we got a really hot and interesting topic. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. And the topic is very interesting because only in recent years has it become very apparent to people that there is an art of this and that it is done both magically and physically. So I'm going to start and um, I'm going to ask for. Uh, what you think something is, and then I'll give you the textbook term of it after a while. But we kind of know that this is a very blended topic, um, and it's called glamouring. And um, I even had some comments on the mails that were listed on the sheet <laughs> as far as our uh, advertising of the subject. So what do you guys think glamouring is? Making yourself look like something you're truly not. Well, that's pretty good. Or trying to, I should say. Trying to. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. How, how about you all, Elder Haru? I know you know, but... The whole glamour thing is, is, is the art of, of projecting energy for others to do, to do things that you want them to do or to, right. or to quote-unquote, to direct energy outcome in the physical space. Ah. Although you might not be there physically, but if you, if you look at the person and when they're doing arguments and everything else, it's almost it's almost like indirect psychic uh, marketing. Woo! Indirect. Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. Indirect psychic marketing. I like that one. You gotta write that one down. <laughs> that's a good one, Harold. <laughs> indirect psychic. Okay, so maybe you you know what? Now that I think about that, Mark. Harold, can you go into that a little deeper? Because that, that's that's interesting. <laughs> um, I guess I guess the best way of of thinking about it is is marketing and advertising. Uh -huh. uh, because when you do marketing and advertising, you present images 
and depending if you want to sell a product or a service or get people to buy in your concept, you, 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 you have to have you, the space has to be beautified. People have to be beautified, and one of the things you talk about is like most actors and actresses, you never see them on a stage, on the screen without makeup on, right? Or without any augmentation to the physical body, either from mm. a facial structure or hair, or or because e- e- e, they even quote unquote adopt alter- alternate personas of the character. So what it is mm-hmm. is that they actually bring you into their space, and they and they create this alternative reality that that that, that you and others are are drawn into, and every everything else the real world is actually is actually um, cloaked. Ah, and you know what? We're going to discuss cloaking also in this, um, and I know both of you all have experience with people <laughs> cloak. Um. This is, yeah, this is going to be interesting, uh, to say the least. But here's what I have for the textbook. What is glamoring? Originally used as a magic spell, an illusion, used to make someone or something more attractive. Glamour magic, the craft using your aura or energies to change the world around you. So it's not just you, but to change the world around you. And you know what I think of? I think of, does it, did anybody see, um, what is it, Twilight? The third one when one of the vampires had the ability to make people see whatever they wanted them to see. No, I, no. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I only we, saw the first one. I didn't see the second or third. Yeah. So it was very interesting from that standpoint to see what they wanted them to see. And, and she was really good at this. She was from the Amazons. But also we have True Blood. We have The Craft where they talk about glamour magic. And so um, all of it has to be done with what we call intention work. So maybe we can expound on intention work, what that means in a glamour setting. And I know you guys have had experience with it. So what do you think? So it's- well, intention is setting, setting the goal, the, your, your goal. Um, your, how you got to get there, what you want from it. So if you were to glamour someone magically, what would you be doing is the question. That would depend on what I want from it. <laughs> right? Right. This is true. This yeah. is true. Because every everyone might be different. Every situation might be different. Correct. Correct. Elder Haru? You might be doing it either through the voice, the projection of images from your third eye or your throat chakra in terms of voice modulation. Mm. Mm-hmm. And also, um, if you take another example, glamour match, you think if he, if he was in a nightclub, <laughs> where <The> strobe lights, <laughs> where <laughs> where you, you might, if you imagine, you, you might start to project more masculine energy, and the thermals and the women might do the same thing too, where where they actually they actually project through their third eye. And also, but is go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And also, 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 it's 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 like a psych, like a psychic entrapment by the eye energy that's being projected, both from the th- both, both from the physical eye as well as the as well as you're you're projecting another image into somebody else's consciousness. 
psychic entrapment, you guys. <laughs> so meaning that you're entrapping the mind's eye. Yes. You know, that's very deep. Unfortunately, I can say that it has happened to me. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and then you get it. That is one reason why I love the phrase, I need to see you in the light of day. Yes. Because yeah, very important. Very important. Very important. Now, so we've set the intention for this. We're going to go back and we're going to talk about some various versions. Now, Dr. Mildred was going to talk about this. Um, unfortunately, she's not here right now, but hopefully she'll chime in. But one of the things that we want to pay attention to is those individuals around us who are adept at doing it and may not even know the magical part of it. They may be totally um, <laughs> into what we call just the criminal intention mm -hmm. of it. And we can cite several people who have this. Um, in particular, I know when we were talking before, Dr. Mildred was talking about Ted Bundy, Dr. Hannibal yes. Lecter. Jim Jones. J yes, Charles Manson. Mm -hmm. You guys know Charles him? Manson. Yeah, I guess a lot of the cult leaders, would be, uh, for sure. And even Adolf Hitler. So these are people, you know, a lot of times we think of them as, oh, they're evil. But when they first started doing whatever it is that they were doing, that might not have been how the perception of it came across. So um, can you guys give some examples and expound on that? I mean, I think that that is. <clears throat> well, you can also think of, about, about, about in politics. How to, how right. to constantly use grammar magic to either paint one side good or, or is bad, or to oh, uh, change the outcome of a particular vote. It, it, but do you, do you think I wasn't going to say it? But okay, go ahead. Say 04. it. O four dot two zero is a prime example of that. Okay, expound on that. In terms of of of, of a market to a particular class, you you start to tell stories. And then you've listened right. to, to with, the, with the motion of the hands and the voice check and the voice um, gesturing. The, he, well, they I'm can paint a false narrative of how things are, but through through the part of the of, of, of the political art of glamour, you have people right. who now start to accept that as as the actual reality when actually is not, and then so and then they start to propagate that among other people. Right. Right. I absolutely get that. I think all yes. of us do, right? Yeah, definitely mm -hmm. currently. Yeah. I think the media also media also can be a you know, they they also want to put out what what yes. you want what they want you to see. Correct. Or read. Correct. Or believe. So, to a degree. Not not all of them, but some of them. And yeah, it's very uh <clears throat> if you keep listening, it's just like the late night commercials, you're gonna order it. Hmm. So let's kind of go back to the criminal because it really is kind of lapsing in and out. Yes. Does that make sense? So it's, it's not just, you know, when we look at Ted Bundy, um, I was looking at a, a, 
a documentary which was on serial killers, but you know we don't catch yes. too many of them. And that's probably because they glamour very well. Yeah. Um, when we look at Ted, the only reason why he was even questioned at that last event where the girls were having a sorority mm-hmm. party is because he kind of, he, he, was, he was very nice looking. And one of the ladies remembered seeing him, but he was just very uh, nonchalant the way he was moving in and out of the crowd. I guess when even when the police was coming, because he was trying to, he was escaping basically. So when we to look at Charles Manson, I don't know if you guys have ever, I have twice seen his, uh, and he's no longer with us, but I twice, I saw his uh, parole hearings. And yes. I don't did you see that as well? <laughs> Part of it, yes. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting because he was talking square away, probably for the first 10 to 15 mm-hmm. minutes of it. Yep. And then he went off. And you were oh, like dark. Yeah, off the rails. Yeah. Right. It was it was almost as if somebody said, Okay, now now it's time for you to go off the rails. You know, yeah. and he it, it, it was something to see. I will never forget it now. You know, since he's passed now, he's not going to be having any more parole hearings. But it's interesting that we do need to start paying attention to people because those those thoughts are revealed in their speech. We know that right now. And so we really got to pay attention to the psychological part of it because when you speak, and you all know that I'm kind of a sound person, your voice tells us everything you, we need to know about you. There is not another uh, tone in the universe that is amplified the way your voice is. It's on a certain frequency. It's given to you. And it's very hard to duplicate it because of the frequency stuff. And we're going to get into that um, pretty soon. I know Elder Haru is chomping at the bit about that. But we're going to stop also at the psychological as well. And go down to what we call a sociopath. I, I can't tell you. You all know. Who do you all know who uh, have this glamoring ability that is sociopathic? <laughs> we don't need to mention the name. Diagnosed or not diagnosed? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Been diagnosed or not diagnosed? Hey, even non-diagnosed. <laughs> yeah, well... There's a few around. <laughs> I think a couple of them might be local to DC. Yeah, and, <laughs> I, and also, and also, um, there's there's several articles in, ter- in terms about the, who he's speaking about how he uses glamour magic to catch himself as things that he's not. What? Are you, wait a minute. This person with the numbers four and five. Are you talking about this well, person? Zero four dot two zero. Initials. Oh, that's his initials. Zero four dot two. Did you know that? Okay, I did not. Stop me. Okay. Or the four and the five stream to get. Right. Okay, or the four. Zero four right. dot two zero. I know Dr. Williams not gonna like that. But anyway, um, so we, we're talking about people who have these sociopathic tendencies. Meaning, uh, and I always liken it to well, see, the reason why I had to kill you was because you stepped in the way just as I was about to kill them to get my money. 
So you were just kind of a casualty of war. I think probably one of the angelics that I always see as being sociopathic mm-hmm. in some respects is Uriel. Uh, <laughs> because there are casualties that will be expended. Um, so that is very interesting. Um, so now we're going to move on to entertainment. Yes. And that's uh, probably the biggest one. I would say that's probably the biggest one that we deal with day to day is entertainment, the whole entertainment industry. Because they, like you said, on TV, they don't look the same. If you saw them in person, you might not even recognize them, most of them. <laughs> that's true. That's correct. I'm serious. Yeah, you, you would not recognize most of them because they are so makeup up, camera angles, all kinds of stuff. Okay, so give some examples of people that really are adept at that in entertainment. Oh, Let's see. Mm. Michael Jackson. Yes. Michael Jackson. Demi, yeah, Demi Moore, yeah. Bruce Willis. Wait a minute. Why did you say Demi? But these are, it's not a, always a bad thing. Right, um, right. We're not saying that. You know, yeah. So, yeah. So these actors, they're doing it for their livelihood. So, you know, they have, they don't have to, but that's the way it is. So they do it. Well, part of that is their job. Yeah, of course. Then, our job is is to buy the tickets and go see the movie or read the book or, or whatever. It is. And so, are we agreeing that they are probably using glamour magic? We're talking about, or do you think that they know that what well, they know that they glamour because they gotta? But I mean, the the, I mean, uh, the company executives know very well what they are doing. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah because you have to realize we're talking about the magic of Hollywood. Yep, that, there you that, go. That, that's, that's a common term. <laughs> the magic of Hollywood on the screen, on the screen. Magic, Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, we certainly know that Walt Disney was very adept at it. He had to be. You know, um, he made millions that way. Um, Cecil B. DeMille. Um, there, you know, glamouring can also be done um, when we talk about socioeconomic to make people feel a certain way about certain people. That's one of the things that we are experiencing right now is the banishment of some Confederate things because yeah. people are starting to come out of the glamouring of it. Well, what one of the things I realized with the that? Confederates, that was done by the daughters of, of, the, of the American Revolution. So they actually, they actually had a plan, they actually had um, a strategy to put all the Confederate statues throughout the U.S. So, so, so wow. if you think about it, most of those statues did, did not exist prior to the 19th, um, 20th century. Right. right. I think they should mm-hmm. all go to a museum. Uh, well, and that's where they belong. They never did belong as mine. No, no, no. Some of the stuff, even recently in Fredericksburg, you know, they just brought down, as you might be aware, the, the slave auction block. Yeah. Fighting to get that thing taken down. They finally took it down. Now, why in the world was that thing still there anyway? Well, that's a very good question. And that's why I'm submitting to you all that because of the energy regarding it and the auric energy, there was a belief that, and, and there was somebody who glamored this belief that, hey, these are old, these are old relics that should be honored. And when in actuality, they weren't. They were part of 
really the energy of them should have never been exposed to us that way. See, the, the thing about it is, is this, this type of glamouring um, lasted decades. People right now are just starting to wake up and say, hold it. Why do we have these things up? Why are they there? And taking them down. So that's why yeah, I pro- do. The protesters are glamorous yeah, right. right now. Well, I don't know what. Yeah, I, in their own special way. Well, no. The protest- yeah, they're being taken down. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, is that they are just waking up from the glamoring that was done in the early 20th century. Yes, yes. Enough people have said enough. Exactly. Well, and they're, they're yeah. coming out of it. It's 100 yeah. years now. So they're coming yeah. out of it and starting to question it because they're uh, being allowed to look at things individually and saying, mm-hmm. what is this? Why is this? You don't see anything um, here regarding... Germany or Hitler and Germany. That is no, not it's actually something. illegal. It's actually illegal to bring it out of Germany. You get caught, you're, you get in a lot of trouble. Absolutely. And but even if it was not illegal, would we have any no, things up regarding be, be that? Honest. No, not, be not, not for long. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I'm submitting to you all that the people who did want them up were in the art of glamouring. Horrifically, you know what I mean. They really, really were very successful at it. The daughters of the of the Confederate soldiers, such and such and such. We are going to be, you know, that was a that was a belief set that pro- might not have even been shared. How many people have you known? They've lost a war, and their pics and or their pictures are still up on the walls. They're still being called courageous. Yes. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. We, yeah. I'm not a fan of wars. So I don't really get into that. Right. But yeah, it's, it's. But we have to. Admit, it should be in a museum. Again, I think it should be in a museum. Right. There's no, there's no reason why it can't be in a museum. You know, per city, per area. You know, we have the Holocaust Museum in D.C. here. Right. Um, you know, right. There's, there's other museums that we go to visit with everybody's heritage or background or war. We have the war memorials. So yeah, memorial, museum. It's not all spread out across the whole South. (laughs) What what I'm going to say to you is that this, that we're talking about, and Harold brought this point up, is an excellent example of marketing glamouring. A marketing glamour. Of people who are very adept at portraying something that may not be so good in a light where it is seen as, oh, that sounds wonderful, when in actuality, it may, never, it may not have been. So that's a great example. Those are examples so, uh, of that. So otherwise, Harold, it's, 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 almost, it's almost like the, uh, the, aura, aura, the art of oral warfare or manipulation. Yes. 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 And we have to be careful of that because even things that we think of as being um, minimal, we can get a marketing, we can get a marketing plan that really portrays it in one way and presents it to our entire nation that way. 
without realizing that it really is and maybe but, so cool. But also in the age of automation, when you're talking about, about, about the government marketing and for 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 um, for personal or private gain or business gain, then you really have to look about in t- terms of how mm-hmm. they starting using artificial reality or virtual reality um, augmentation as a, as a, as a, as another form of, of mm. high tech um, adaptable form of glamour magic. Wow. Now I'm going to skip a few steps only because um, we're, we're coming up on some, cause I know this, this conversation can be carried, but the law, there is also such a thing as yes. glamoring with the law. Um, and that is very important to note. There are certain people, certain, and that's why we have to be very vigilant with who is a justice yes. on the Supreme court, because the person's ideals and abilities to glamour and or write dissent can affect the nation for decades. I mean, you know, we talk about Roger B. Taney, Antonin yes. Scalia, uh, Thurgood, yes. um, Marshall. Um, we talk about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who is currently sitting on the court, seated on the court, Clarence Thomas, um, in any of the individuals who have served on that court. When you read and or experience their dissent, it is, when they write it, it is in a form of glamouring. I can tell you that through experience. Um, let's go back, and I'm going to ask Harold to talk about waveform and frequency, because this is probably just, <laughs> this is mind-blowing. I know it is, but I'm going to leave it. So that. when you think about waveform, each, um, when you speak, there is, each regardless of the language is being used, there, there's an energy field that's being projected. Mm-hmm. And, and if you, and once you, once you take it out from the, in the frequency realm of the, what they call it, is that there's certain energy, energy um, domains that exist when you string words, words, words of a story together, or even when, when you're writing. Um, because what happened is that based upon the culture, that mm-hmm. the culture training, is that when you start to listen to particular mm-hmm. words across a, in either, and the, the genre doesn't make a difference, but based upon the group, the group culture, is that when you start to write those dissents in law, is that you, you're actually creating, a, 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 you're, actually, you're actually co-creating the concept of reality, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. And then, then you, and then you start to direct the behaviors mm. of those people affected by those laws in terms of when they start to interact with each person and particular outcome. So if, if, if you start to <clears throat> have laws that promote a particular ideology and then you have another group that they said that's not, that's, that <clears throat> their ideology is not correct or that's not culturally acceptable, you, you have this almost like mirror mirror on the wall who's the first of, of the all. And, and, and what it is is that mm. you, when people start to look in the mirror of culture, that that frequency that's created by the laws, they they, they entrap the people in particular behavior, mm. uh, behavior responses, and the, the psychology of the law. So you and then also also you can also for, like for, if the laws are passed, if couple couple that with, with with economics, that you create this virtual force field of containment and entrapment of certain groups of people. Wow. 
That was fascinating. Now, I can hear Mark's thoughts. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> no, I, so I, I would put that as an example, like the different customs of and laws of the different countries. Like there's certain things that you do in certain countries that will get you locked up. That might not be that might get you a smile from another country so it's yeah it's it's based on the law which obviously you know the supreme court here right. uh, makes our laws for the most part you know it's not every law but when there is a a decision to be made they, they make it and it's based on those nine people so mm. yeah now, when we talk about waveform and frequency, I want to kind of go back to that because there are different types of specifically when we get down to the nitty gritty of it. And it's, it is it is considered a deeper form of glamouring is we t we talk about different voice types. And I think at one point I mentioned to you guys that there is such a, a voice type as a Lazarus voice type, the ability to give life and death within the voice. So that would come under that waveform frequency kind of addressing. The, um, I'm going to skip. I know we have math as also a very important, but, but I'm going to go down to the psychic because we don't have that much time. And so I want to hear what you guys think because the psychic realm is so, is so varied in the form as far as the forms of glamouring. You know, there are even individuals it based upon the energy that the person has output. When specifically, we're talking about waveform and frequency, mm -hmm. which is a generator of that as well. And it goes along with the math. If those individuals are able to harness that energy, they can actually use it to do or promote or um, certain habits within another person. Um, specifically when we talk about sexual energy, which is another subject, but it's still in the realm of glamouring. So what are you all, what are you all's thoughts regarding that? Well, if you think, go, go ahead, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. How about, go ahead, Errol. I was, I was thinking maybe, so uh, as an example, like in a relationship, somebody might have a controlling, uh, controlling attitude, personality, or, upon another person correct um, and then that person is basically submissive to that control correct um, or maybe ever maybe for not it, it really depends but yeah so definitely people person on person um habits and personalities can definitely cause uh cause so, so, so yeah. basically what it comes comes out to Harold, is, is I'm either sorry. You who's the succubus or, 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 who's the succubus or what the luge is <laughs> so some so some some people might, might require certain energies from from other people, and they create and they create and they, and they, and they use the psychic energy to emit certain energy fields from the person, so so they so they can harvest that energy. Right. So my question to both of you guys is: Does that constitute what would be considered as witchcraft? Well, it, it depends on how you define witchcraft. That's the other thing about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say it. Yeah, I will say that witchcraft is on the dark side, but doing glamouring is definitely a little dark in that in that in that context. Yeah. So. No. Yeah. Go ahead. Not all light um, when you're when you're controlling somebody. 
whether it be sexually or personality-wise or even physically for that matter. Correct, correct, absolutely. So my question, because Herod has a subject down here, and I'm not quite sure, but I'm going to let him explain it. It's called Warcraft, which I thought <laughs> was something else, but it's perhaps same, you can explain thing, that. Is, what is war? Is, is the energy? Is a marshal of energy? And then you have and what what warcraft are being used? Mm. So you so you either have solar warcraft, um, we 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 try to have a domination mm. against another group or person or individually. And how do you how do you manipulate the the, the psychic mm. energy of others to come to your side or to or, or to repel another another side? Mm. Interesting. So. And 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 it in, and war has been decide, yes. has been defined as a craft. Um, uh, did anybody see? Um, I think it was the History Channel had uh, General Grant, uh, President Grant, and his involvements in the Civil War, and it really was mm -hmm. like a high level chess game. Yeah. So yeah. We have to consider that. Now, I want to go back to when we talk about witchcraft or we talk about any of the other um, earthen religions and some of the ways in which they do their spell work and or magical work, however they are pronouncing it, is that a lot of it comes out of the greater key of Solomon. And so we kind of want to go into that spiritually. It derives from that, but I do want to say that King Solomon did not really intend for it to be done that way. If you know any of the history of it, King Solomon um, biblically was to have been able to enslave dark ones. And in the greater key of Solomon by John, that was discovered and written by John Dees um, in the earlier portion of probably about a thousand years now or so, maybe a little less than that, 592, so yeah. Um, we have to say that a lot of what we are seeing in the Warcraft and the Witchcraft derives in Solomon's ability to entrap and enslave those, um, those folks who were on the darker side. And so that gives light to a lot of the Warcraft and the witchcraft. Now, one of the things that we also have here, and we're real close for time, is clubbing. I'm going to let Hair, uh, Elder so Harry kind of come with that too. So if, if, when you go to clubs, whatever, any type of entertainment venues, is, 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 is about whose glamour is superior, who, whose glamour is subtle, and, and, and a lot of, and also... It, it turns a group dynamic because you might have, you might have a group of people together, and then and and they actually look at out in the crowd and say, "Who right. who, who can I manipulate? Or who can I bring forth and and onto me?" And in terms of response, and then and then either bring them in or reject them, and and then and then it's 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 like a it's like, it was almost like playing jacks, where 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 you have all the jacks on the floor. Mm. And you put one jack up, and you put one jack up, maybe two at a time. You shuffle them around again, and see how, how many you can capture, and then release. Mm. So the whole the whole clubbing mm. situation is is, 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 is almost like a um, 
it's like a round 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 robin glamour game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the mm-hmm. spiritual side is the next thing that I kind of want to get. That's going to mm-hmm. be our final thing. Um, thank you, Elder Herbert. That was quite interesting. Uh, when we talk about mm-hmm. magical alchemy or alchemical things, um, so we're talking about people who have the ability to incite a certain state using sleep bags, containment fields. These are all energy items. And I will simply say that usually that is a portion of glamouring as well as some other things. And um, we do that. So I cannot deny that that is not (laughs) part of that Um, to entice someone to enjoy their sleep so much so that they want to continue to sleep and get their rest. So so otherwise, glamour Um, can also be used to either heal past trauma or hurts. Or, or to break energy bonds. So, so, you, so the, the whole thing about about the gemstones Absolutely. and herbs and everything else—that's that, 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 that's all part of terms of how how these reconditioning the human psychic field from past traumas, or even intergenerational traumas. How do you how do you mm-hmm. break those energetic bonds that usually transmit across generation, or from one spiritual incarnation to the next? Absolutely. The the incarnative thing is very difficult a lot of times to even prescribe. We'll be talking about that because in our group and in our um, Center for Urban Shamanism, we house the abilities to do that. And we got a pretty good and pretty high percentage rate with that, um, enticing people into sleep. Um, But it it is a little bit more than glamoring. Let me say that, and I think Mark can say that now also. <laughs> yeah, and I've also I've also never thought about it as glamoring, but it's that's right. We're, we are uh, we ourselves are uh, uh, glamoring people to do what we would like them to do or what they want to do. Well, it's a little different, a little, little different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, with that being said, uh, we have a lot of. I'm going to give you guys a let you all kind of take a pick of something that you want to talk about. And I know that we didn't give Harold his math because that's one of his favorite things. <laughs> um, but you got everything else. <laughs> so we're going to let you go on ahead and then Mark, you're going to say yes. something and then I will. How about that? So as we enter, as right. we enter in, into the higher frequency realms of existence throughout the cosmos, we are returning back to the neighborhood of the cosmos where things are a little bit more energetic. And the and the lower forms of hate and hate and distrust and past trauma has to be healed. So you really have to work. You really have to think about, about the magic mm-hmm. that exists in nature, because every everything because because even even even, even the glamour. When you think about when a person puts a makeup on or when they do their hair or or they put their clothes on, it's about the form about the form of geometry. And when and, and when and when and when everything when everything when everything is Working in harmony, the geometry is glamorous, but when it's not, it's chaotic and traumatizing. So, so remember, everything mm. in the universe. If you go into nature, you've, everything in nature has has a repeatable pattern, 
and 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 and, and you, mm-hmm. you also talk about 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 the internal um, creative forces versus the consumption additive force. So when you think of when you think about in, in, in terms of what we use even for energy, most of the energy we use now is based on destruction, whereas some of the spiritual energy is based upon based upon Geometric, the geometric, the geometric dynamics of creation beauty, where everything is where everything is repeatable, but it doesn't it doesn't require a lot of energy to duplicate it, the essence. So 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 that's that's what that's where we have to transition to, as as we as we transition into the more higher energetic part of the cosmos. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, Mark, what do you? I think, and kind of, instead of of chatting, I more have a question for the two of you. Um, <laughs> so, how do you know? How would someone know if they're being glamoured or not know? You you know that is a very good question, and one of the questions is: it's always been my experience that if the person is glamouring you there are some unnatural things that go on within Mm -hmm. your structure spiritually as well as physically. Um, A glamour, yes, while it can last for decades and years, the outcome of it is never positive. Meaning it may be, I, I glamored you to fall in love with me, but when you find out or you find out that it is and you are always revealed of that that's always something that is a revelation to the other person there it was never true yeah yeah, the outcome of that can be very violent i've actually known people who've gotten their literal butt kicked (laughs) because a spouse found out that the wife Mm -hmm. glamored the husband into being with her you see because true Mm -hmm. true love or true emotionality it will show itself, but the problem is, is that if it is affixed in something that is unnatural, like a fish head in an envelope with red sauce on it, put in the person's, uh, and I'm giving you uh, a, a a something that someone did, right. I would never do it, but they did a spell. Like a spell, yeah. 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 And so... When the person found that bag or those herbs in that bag, you talk about anger management yeah. city. There was no managing of it. <laughs> you know, yeah. in particular, the person's behind was a little sore the next day. So that's one of the things. It's never done in a gradual, now you see the light. <laughs> it was, it's always an abrupt. You were glamoured. You should be angry. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it, it comes so, down to because something you can sense through <laughs> the sensation in the skin, or, or you could just feel, you could just feel this emotional uh, easiness. The per, the person is trying to glamour you, and and sometimes um, when 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 you put the blackages up, you can see that person starts, starts to turn away, or, or they might or they might come with you at yep. another angle. And in some cases, the person can experience their demise that way. And then the other spouse is left, and all of a sudden there is a sense of euphoria 
And I don't know why I feel you, <laughs> you're so good because the other person's gone. Well, that's because they were glamoring you and the spell is removed and done with because they couldn't keep it. You know, we talk about uh, practitioners sometimes casting things that last for day- decades. But re- remember, you know, we never bind anything like that in our own energies. And we never do anything unnatural because there are certain rules regarding the universe and its karmic value in our lives. And so while this is an interesting topic, we need to say that yeah, and, and on, it on does also, carry also a karmic you know, value. That people expose and glamour e- e- even through their smartphones when it's certain situations and when they confront the person on, about their behavior, about the energies they're projecting, the other person becomes very erratic. So, 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 so the glam, so this is more predominant, especially over here in the U.S. and other parts of the world. When, when people, when people start to revolt because of, because they realize that they've been, uh, they've been glamorized through through politics or religion or whatever, whatever modality is being used. When, when the masses, when the masses start to wake up, that's when you have revolution. Yeah, you gotta watch out. Hence. Look at the last few weeks so, in our American. <laughs> yeah. So that brings up my second question. The person who's doing the glamour, karmic value, what yeah. happens to them? Karmic value. Karmic value. Yeah. Karmic value. <laughs> Sometimes it can be instant. I've seen that happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're at 45 minutes happen. now. And... Um, we're going to have to stop because this could go on. I, I, I know it could, and, and it should. So let us know. We're at uh, www.divinityiseternal.com, angelmessenger21 at gmail.com. Um, you can listen to this as well as start to take part and join our group on the Urban Shaman. Um, I'm going to say goodbye to you now. I'm going to ask everybody else to say goodbye to you. We yes, wish you goodbye. Were here we are having again. a blast. Aren't we, guys? <laughs> yep. yep. Goodbye. Oh. Till next time. <laughs>